Go ahead and fire it up. Let me know when you're good. I am so good. Okay. Uh, let's go around the table and get an elevator pitch on everybody's character, please. I was born a poor blackbird. Oh, steal a joke or two, why don't you? <laughs> can you pass me a pencil, by the way? Yes, I can. Somebody, anybody, uh, kick us off. I'm a creepy graveyard raven rogue. Perfect. There we go. <laughs> Uh-oh. He, he needs a prop. No, no. He's got his books. <laughs> oh, no, he's carrying him. <laughs> Carrot top. Carrot top. <laughs> I'm getting my nerd gear. Whatever. That's the knockout version. You mixed up Carrot top and Dickhead. Did I, though? No, Carrot top's a Dickhead. <laughs> I was going to say Kathy Griffin. <laughs> also a Dickhead. <laughs> Um, I, we all know Gavin, but reintroduce yeah, us yes, to Gavin. Yeah, Gavin is a oh. Gavin is a shadow sorcerer from the corporate office, and I'm glad everybody signed their NDAs. And remember that you know you know we do take a certain percentage off the top for healthcare benefits. Of course, we have no healthcare benefits other than funeral benefits, so we will pay <laughs> for the casket and the full honor guard. Mm, honor guard is you know it's, it's an undefined term. It's a team of volunteers, so really, <laughs> the definition of honor guard will be an addendum to a. It's dishonor guard. <laughs> Uh, and I am playing Gudbrand, a man who was born in the Flojistan and has all sorts of spooky star powers and is based pretty heavily on uh, Heimdall from the Marvel movies. Gotcha. All right. Uh, and magic items, are you set, Paul? Um, yeah, um, just for goofiness. So I, I didn't pick anything incredibly goofy. I got the Medallion of Thoughts for Detect Thought Spell. Mm-hmm. I have something out of uh, one of the other one of these books, which is Shadowfell Shard. Oh, yeah. Which gives me something nice every time I use a meta magic, which is pretty cool. Neat. Okay. And then I just took a uh, cloak of protection. For okay. Mundanity. Yeah, like I said, not always going to be appropriate, but that's a little overwhelming. Um, <laughs> no, it's awesome. Keep going. Gavin's there is his cloak of protection flapping behind him majestically. And, <laughs> and uh, did we get a name for Murderbird? Uh, Snatcher. Snatcher. As <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a bit of flavor text when he. Uh, he has to translate his name, so initially it sounds like someone digging up a grave. Ah, okay. All right. I like it. I dig it. All right. Very good. All right. I am going to draw your attention to the image on the screen. That guy looks like a real bag of shit. In centuries past, a common scholar named Qualish took an unlikely path to becoming one of the most powerful arcane inventors of all time. Then, without warning, he vanished leaving behind his only legacy, the apparatus of Qualish. The location of his laboratory has been lost to time until now. I, the Cardophile, have uncovered a plan written in Qualish's own hand to undertake an expedition into the Barrier Peaks in search of the legendary glass city, Dane Glen. This is me, staring dramatically into the middle distance. What am I holding? Is that a severed ent scrotum? Why am I holding that? Who painted this? Am I, am I drinking from it? That's nasty! <laughs> Anyway, Lich Flair has agreed to purchase what I know of the last known whereabouts of the inventor Qualish. I can only surmise that he wants whatever amazing and wonderful experiments are left in his laboratory before Chimera Enterprises can plunder it for themselves. Meet me in the secret underground Mykonid city of Amanita near the Barrier Peaks and prepare for adventure! I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Well played. <laughs> And we find our motley crew of heroes, such as they are. Well, where are they? <laughs> <laughs> they? We're all pretty on brand. We're all... 
They are in the Mycenaean city of Amanita, as uh, outlined in our flavor text. These are all stacked mushrooms, and it's inhabited by Mycenaeans underground. And uh, it actually serves as a spell-jamming uh, cantina, where ships will dock underground with the top of this ring. And while they unload their wares and refuel and do whatever it is, they can go down to this tavern down here, which is where shady types like you like to meet adventure hooks. They dock on the mushroom tips? They dock on the mushroom tips. <laughs> Mike and Nids, we're the Mike and Nids, we're the modern mushroom fan. This is also some seriously fucked up Dr. Seuss shit going on over there. I mean, they're Mike and Nids. Yeah, yeah. You're not on mushrooms. From the filth of Greyhawk. <laughs> oh, and yeah, and you are you are in... We uh, spew spores in the vicinity. You guys have to stop me. <laughs> you are in Orth, which is the Greyhawk world, although the I guess the Gygaxian pronunciation is... Oif! <laughs> like you're Yiddish. <laughs> but I say Orth because it's less silly. Um, somehow still very silly. But still somehow very silly. Um, but yes, you, you find yourself in this wood. It would have. Uh, if you could imagine if the uh, Moss Eisley Cantina was underground and inhabited by mushroom people. This so it's strictly better than the Moss Eisley Cantina, it sounds like. It's, it's a step sideways. It's a hive of villainy and scum, but with more emphasis on the scum. Ah, the scum, the scum is actually breathable. Yeah. Um, and of note is is uh, because you, we have several dark vision capable people, uh, and it affects your abilities. This is underground. Everything is dimly lit by glowing bioluminescent uh, spores that just float freely through the air. Oh my asthma! Sorry. Oh, Mervin, get back in the boat, Mervin. <laughs> And uh, Lich Flair has dispatched you to Orth to meet uh, the Cardophile in this Mykonid city um, because, as the flavor text indicated, um, he wants to buy the location of Quali, the last known location of Qualish, before he set out on this ill-fated adventure because he wants to find out what what became of his lost laboratory. Um, the Cardophile will have more information, but that's all you know right now. Sounds like we should start asking around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, are we supposed to meet the Cardophile? Is that like our first step here, or do we already need to find out where he is? Yeah. Yeah. What we're looking yeah. for right now. We got to find him first. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I am not the social one, so I'm not starting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess I guess that would be me. So I uh, I uh, I walk in all hugely confident, walk straight up to the bartender, and says, you know, give me a whatever your strongest whatever is for my two friends and a glass of water for me. <laughs> Give me your strongest chocolate milk. <laughs> and uh, um, I and uh, so I, I throw like slightly too much money on the table than I should. And uh, I say, yes, uh, uh, and, and while you're at it, my good man, we are looking for the uh, the uh, office or environs of the cardophile. Would you happen to know who this person is and where we might find him? So as, you, as you saunter up to the bar, the little mycanid mushroom person has like, there's three uh, ascending toadstools behind the bar and he boink, 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 <laughs> so he can get up to eye level with you. And uh, he puts his two little mushroom paws on the table. Welcome to any portobello in a storm. <laughs> <laughs> and you said you want a water and two of our strongest drinks? Yes. Okay. And he... Uh, He's actually pouring uh, Master Kuda's spicy sambucha. Oh, God. <laughs> it comes out slurry style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he pours two of those in, in mushroom cap mugs, and then you just get like a water skin, like a, a traditional water and skin. I turn to my companion and said, just remember, you know, alcohol is not part of your per diem, so you know, we'll, just, we'll just take this off the top. <laughs> what are your names? 
I am called Goodbrand. And Snatcher kind of darts his eyes back and forth and punches over and goes, Snatcher? It's a noun, not a verb. This is a weird bird we found. (laughs) It certainly is that. Um, And I'm Gavin from the corporate office, and I actually have a business card with like raise, you know, the raise lettering and the. He looks at it. He's like, "That's very nice." (laughs) Puts it on the part. It's it's ivory stock with you know slightly. There's a slight umber in the uh, in the ink. It's it's top notch. It's made with real. I believe you. (laughs) I don't know anything about business cards. but if, uh, if you're looking for the cardophile, he said you might be coming. He said to be quiet about it, but he's sitting in the corner. And he points over to the corner where there are three uh, figures wearing sort of heavy cloaks sitting in the corner of this mushroom bar on a little toadstool bar suits with a, a big flat-top mushroom table. Thank you. We shall be quiet as instructed. <laughs> stomp, 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 stomp. <laughs> I try to be a little quieter than that. Flip the mushroom cap up. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Are you going next, or am I going next? Uh, I'll go next. Um, Snatcher, you know, moves through the crowd, and he's sort of twitching his his hands like he's trying not to steal from people while they have this thing that they have to do first, and it's a challenge. Uh, Especially because this place is like, there's all types of weirdos sort of milling about in here. It's not shoulder to shoulder, but most of the seats are filled. Most of the people are dangerous in keeping an eye on their purse because they're all like spelljammer smuggler types. Yeah. Um, and those are the most fun to steal from. Yeah, they yeah, are. Because it almost always ends in a bar fight. Better be ready to shoot first. <laughs> um, so they're over in the corner. There's three of them. Are they sitting in like a ring or? They are. Uh, they are sitting sort of like facing each other in a triangle. Um, you can see one of them is tall, like medium humanoid height, mm-hmm. like an average human size. Mm-hmm. The other two are smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, you know from the flavor text, the cardophile is a gnome, mm-hmm. so he'd be a smaller guy. The other one, uh, it looks like it looks like somebody threw a poncho over a bowling ball. <laughs> and it's it's the two smaller ones and the, the taller one across from them? Or? Uh, you are looking at the back of the bowling ball, uh. who is facing the other two. The other two are facing you. Um, just sort of saunters up. Hello? Are you from Lich Flare? One of the, the, the taller ones sort of gives you a side eye. And, uh, I, Snatcher will be like, yeah, I, I, I know Lich Flare. Sit, sit, sit. He, he stands up and he wakes up. <laughs> no, no, he sits down. And, <laughs> and uh, the taller one actually steps back and opens up a seat for you because there's just not enough toadstools around this particular table and he sort of saunters off to the back. He's you can see he's got, a, he's got a big sketchbook in his hand and uh, he's take, sort of taking careful notes of what's going on. God, um, he's sketchy. <laughs> this toadstool ain't big enough for both of us. And uh, the, the gnome-shaped one sort of... Uh, he sweeps his hood back, and you can see that it is the from the image that you saw earlier. Not that you recognize him as characters, but he he just you sit down. Please, please have a seat. We need to talk business, and we need to talk about it quickly. Well, the secrecy, little man. Well, there's something I didn't I didn't come right out and say earlier. Um, I I kind of have a side job um, with Chimera Enterprises, and I'm on a personal day. They I don't know if they know I'm here or not. 
<laughs> yes, yes, our, our corporation has a strict, uh, you know, no moonlighting policy, which is why I usually keep my second job kind of quiet. <laughs> uh, uh, Gavin shot on my card, and I handed my card, and I said, boy, I really like these chairs. These are like that yoga ball I set up in my office, because <laughs> Gavin is that kind of guy. <laughs> and and he's, he almost can't help himself. He takes his card, he shakes his hand, and he goes, I'm a Nazi Zephyrus, but you may call me the Cardophile! <laughs> And the, 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 the taller of the two humanoids sort of nudges him. Zaphir like, <laughs> sort of makes that weird, like, bird hissing noise when he mentions he's from Chimera Enterprises. And does <laughs> it... <laughs> and he, he continues and he says, uh, this, is, this is my uh, associate, Garrett, and uh, my other friend, Gearbox. And uh, <laughs> Gearbox is sort of like, it's it's really just a poncho over a big sphere sitting on the, the and he just like rotates towards you but like he can't see you. He says, "Hi, I'm Gearbox. Hi, I'm Gearbox. Hi, I'm Gearbox. Gearbox, that'll do." <laughs> I was I was hoping, I was hoping that what he would have was was just a a, a black window, but every now and then a three sided thing <laughs> yes. and shows high. <laughs> I'm not that creative. Maybe just cloudy. Try again. <laughs> And, uh, and Garrett, um, you can see now that uh, under his hood, Garrett is a tiefling. And he's got a pencil-thin mustache and slick back hair. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is, it's a little, it's a little sleazy. Um, just a little? Just a little. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's being gracious and offering you his seat and, and just stepping out of the limelight for the time being. Um, but he's, you know, he's all smiles. You know, he's very much the charmer. And uh, the cardophile sort of uh, leans in and he goes, um, what I have to offer is the last known locations of Qualisha's missing expedition. He left in to go into the Barrier Peaks to find the lost city of Dane Glen, the Glass City. Supposedly it was inhabited by living glass creatures. And along the way, no, uh, we, we lost track of his expedition. This was eons ago. And no one knows where he went until now. I actually found out about it by accident. And I, it's sort of a hobby of mine. I want to see it protected, and I know Chimera's just going to loot it. Um, the technology is, is available for the taking, but what I really am interested in is his lost journal and to create a map to the city of glass itself. I'm, I'm the Cardophile! I'm very, very interested in maps, you understand. <laughs> Sort of look around. Is anybody paying attention to him besides us? Yes. As a matter of fact, uh, a couple of patrons have entered the bar, and they've sort of like they're they're taller, kind of lankier. Um, you can see yellow skin on the hands, yellow face, and kind uh, of gift yankier is what you're kind saying. of gift yankier. If you know what <laughs> gift yankier, are. I'll, you know, if you if you want to give me history checks, uh, I mean, actually, Gavin has already encountered gift canonically. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, So you would at least know these okay. these are gift. I did not roll very well. Whether they are Githyanki or Gazerai, you might not know, but they're carrying swords, so it's likely they're Githyanki. I have to roll for my wheel or woe as well. Uh, I have... Whoa! Whoa! whoa. <laughs> it's a class feature I have. Oh. We'll see what that does later. Okay, fun. Uh, yeah, I roll a 19. When we die. When we get murdered, then yeah. he reveals what it's all about. <laughs> okay, so you know you know what Gith are. Yeah. Um, they're yeah. here. That's, that's usually... It's usually not a good thing, but there's only two of them, and it's not uncommon for them to just be... Out and about, you know, they... Shortly, basically. Yeah, well, you know, 
Githyanki are a lot like any other race. Like, the majority of Githyanki belong to the Githyanki army who raid, pillage, and, you know, steal things to bring back to their people. But there's also adventurers. Hashtag not all Githyanki. Mercenaries. No, all Githyanki. They just do other shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they are are sort of, like, looking over in your general direction. They're not really sure what to make of you yet, and they're just sort of keeping to themselves. But they are... Glancing over, as I think they're probably fine because the Shire music is the playing. Shire is very non-threatening. <laughs> they're linking arms and skipping. They actually just got married. Not even for an old friend. <laughs> <laughs> Randomly stabbing others. It's part of the wedding ritual. And uh, I will use uh, the first of the powers I'm going to use today. Good. I'm going to reach out telepathically to the the cardophile, mm. and I'm going to say in his mind. Uh, uh, give him directions to whoever they're standing, like beside the guy with the red shirt or whatever. And I mm. say, are those friends of yours? Uh, he looks over at them and uh, can he respond telepathically? Uh, he does if I use a reaction. So I will use a reaction to allow him to respond. He goes, um, I don't know those Githyanki personally, but I've seen some Githyanki hanging around Chimera. Might not be a good sign. Uh, so I'll just like break contact with him and then establish contact with each of you in turn. Mm. I can only get one of you at a time, so I have to take my turns. Uh, but I'll say, um, those guys look like trouble. And uh, our friend here doesn't know them. Mm. I'd also like to do an insight check on him to see if he's full of shit. I actually wanted to take an insight check on him, too, see if he's full of shit or something that was the like mm. same thing. Uh, I crit. I have a 28 insight. <laughs> oh, I have an 11. Total, so. <laughs> um, yeah, with, with 28 insight, you can tell, like, everything he's told you thus far has been truthful. Um, he is acting shady because... He's literally, it, yeah. He's literally engaged in industrial espionage right now. Basically, is yep. you know intellectual property that belongs to Chimera. He's selling it on the black market, which more or less basically means he's an asset to us. So I don't want to prevent him from getting murdered in this bar. Right. Um, as far as what he said to you, hundred percent on board, above board, I should say. And so, what's our cut? Uh, are you asking that to him directly? Yes, I'm, I'm not going to do the Kenku voice. I cannot man- maintain that. I'm not gonna... not going to ask you to. Um, <laughs> we don't want your vocal cords going on the table. <laughs> also, like the weird broken speech pattern. Like, yeah. Well, you, you would have to mimic everything that you already heard. Well, there's, I guess there's yeah. a 12th level adventure. You probably heard every combination of words you would need to know. But, yeah. Um, he says, uh, in exchange for bringing my uh, cartographer and my cartographer's equipment, I mean assistant, um, to map the way to Dane Glen, uh, you would be recovering any uh, of Qualish's wondrous experiments in his laboratory um, to bring back to Lich Flair, who will pay you, f- I assume, for whatever you find. And then I will uh, I will pay you handsomely if, if you can recover Qualish's lost journal. And, and Snatcher sort of bops his head in a nod. That seems to be the part that he's most interested in, is just getting paid. Mm. Between that really obnoxious bird thing, though. It's a yep. sparkly. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, we're taking a bird guy into a city of glass. He's gonna be so confused. Oh my god, he's <laughs> <laughs> flying out the windows. <laughs> <laughs> um... I think, your, I think your terms are excellent, although we would also like to tack on that we would like, uh... Uh, after the adventure is complete, we would like first dibs on on a, um, a sharing agreement for patent uh, mm. uh, privileges and also merchandising. And I even have an idea for a Saturday morning cartoon show. But we can talk about all that after <laughs> we after we deliver after we deliver the. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sort of looking at the uh, the, the, the the robot guy, you know, thinking, oh, there's a character for him. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's at this point. He has found the neck hole of the the poncho yeah. and pulled it down around his mechanical eye, and the mechanical eye is sort of scanning the room. Um, he's trying. He's also ordered a drink, but he hasn't parsed out exactly how that works yet. It's mostly decoration, table decoration for him at this point. Um, we can always soak him in rice if it goes bad. Yeah. Uh, we we can discuss patents later. Of course, any technology you recover that that would be yours to keep. Um, my interest is maps. Maintaining them, making them, selling them. I have no interest in his machinery. Oh. Um, but your uh, employer certainly seems to want to keep it out of my company's hands. I understand that. They uh, they try to turn anything they get into a weapon. And their, their current business strategy, I'm afraid, is a little more genocidal than I'm comfortable with. Yeah, genocide's bad for business. You lose customers that way. Literally, yes. We've lost many. <laughs> into black holes, quasars. Astral Dreadnoughts. <laughs> and how many need to be fed to that robot guy to keep him killing everyone? <laughs> oh my god. He's good for a 30-pack a week. <laughs> <laughs> Crack up in a whole case of halflings. <laughs> they all come with the plastic rings around their neck. <laughs> What's up that night? Yeah, like ducks? <laughs> <laughs> and the turtles with the straws at their nose. Nice and dark and I love it. <laughs> um... He goes, uh, uh, Garrett and Gearbox are going to accompany you. They're my car. They're my uh, my cardophile assistants. They draw the maps and measure and and take uh, all sorts of mechanical readings. Garrett's an excellent artist, and Gearbox he's good with machinery. Well, he is machinery, so I guess it's he's a people person. I'm not really sure how that works, but they're going to accompany you. Um, they are vital to this uh, to this from in my end because I need the maps and I need uh, the journal. So please do what you can, do what you do to keep them safe. Um, and uh, at this, some creepy music plays, which is appropriate because um, a third uh, person of interest enters the bar, and it is a tall, gangly, gray-skinned man, greasy in appearance, um, wearing a very neat pinstripe suit. Um, and grinding his teeth, and he's got these darting eyes that look over the entire room, and he looks right at the the Githyanki, who sort of like nod towards your table, and uh, he looks over at your table, and a long snake-like tongue comes out, licks his eyeball, and goes right back into his mouth. It's a guest voice by Steve Buscemi. <laughs> no, it just literally is Steve Buscemi. <laughs> well, until, he, until he started licking his eyeball. Like, you never seen him do that before? <laughs> You've never seen him watch Con Air. <laughs> I think you did do that in Kanye. I'll just briefly tell the guy, well, you know, I'm, I'm assuming these two gentlemen are covered by your NDAs because I'm not allowed to hire any more contractors. I'm already at my limit, so hopefully they're covered by your NDAs and we can just sort of, <laughs> you know, this can be a joint partnership and not necessarily a full, uh, yeah. Um, he, he's like, they're, they're being compensated by me out of pocket. Uh, I don't you know, offer benefits as such. Um, they're more private contractors. They're non-union. You might want to, um, you know, yeah, I have another business card for my cousin Vinny who does a funerary expense insurance. <laughs> He'll get you a good deal. <laughs> so. Yes, he's, he's, Gavin <laughs> is going to be horribly annoying. <laughs> what a turn. <laughs> Do you indicate anything about this third gentleman? Do you want to roll perception to see if you even notice this man? Uh, I would love to roll perception, mostly just because it's banging and I want to see how big it gets. Sure. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, that is going to be 29. Ooh, okay. I have a plus 12 to perception. No, well, 11. 11. Oh, um, I was too busy negotiating uh, terms. Yeah. Ooh, that's actually a pretty good roll. Um, 25. All over the place. 
Uh, okay, so the two of you definitely notice. You are probably too preoccupied with the... Uh, there's a lot of shiny things. There's, yeah, the, the shiny robot eye popping out of this poncho looking around from Gearbox. She's actually just like pecking at it. With <laughs> it's like pecking back at you. Like, hey, cut it out. <laughs> um, so you both notice this this odd gray-skinned gentleman wearing the pinstripe suit enter the bar. And he's uh, sort of making nonverbal communication with the Githyanki who are starting to uh, put their drinks down and make movements here. So what's the plan? Uh, it looks like it's about to get violent, I say to you and your brain. Yeah, um, should we do this here, or should we go outside, or should we go somewhere else? I don't know if I really want to cause a riot in a bar. Uh, I, I have I, no problem yeah, with that. I don't have an expense account for that kind of thing. I have no problem with that, I cast less. On who? Uh, on the three of us. Okay. Um... So that's your action. I'll give everybody one free action in preparation yeah, for... Yeah, I guess I'll pop on my mage armor. Okay. Do you want any preparation, or are you... Uh, you know what, you're not going to get one because you failed your perception check. We'll say that. Um, There's this not other bird inside the orb. <laughs> not that you probably have much as a rogue that yeah. you prepare for anyway. Um, so this gray-skinned gentleman sort of approaches your table, and the, the two Githyanki hang back a bit. And he um, he says, Good evening, gentlemen. How are you today? I just wait. <laughs> I represent a business interest of Chimera Enterprises. I see you are with our friend, the Cartophile. Uh, may I ask what your business is here today? No. I see. Well, Chimera has charged me with overseeing the accounts and making sure that all that is owed is paid. It's a frustrating job, but it's mine, and I, I do it to the best of my ability. And It's just so frustrating when people lie about whether or not they are taking property from Chimera. Are you sure that's not what is going on here today? What makes you think they're taking property from Chimera? Let's just say that when it comes to analyzing accounts, I'm good at what I do. And those two gentlemen behind me, they are from loss prevention. They are also quite good at what they do. So please, if, if you would come with us, um, I'm going to turn to you, and I'm just going to, like, put a hand on your shoulder like I, I got you. Um, I don't know if you'll give me a second action since we're dialoguing. Um, sure. Uh, I'm going to use my, uh, Vigilant Blessing. You gain advantage on the next initiative check you need to make. Oh, okay. Neat. Uh, ever, by the way. If I don't use it on another person, you have it for the rest of time. Wow. It's dramatic. Yeah. There's also no limit on it. I can use it as many times as I want. So if I haven't given it to somebody, somebody remind me. <laughs> so this this man uh, and his two uh, Githyanki lackeys, for lack of a better term, uh, who are still just hanging back maybe 15 feet from the party on the other side of the bar, just waiting for things to sort of pop off or to go as planned, um, he wants you to accompany them outside. And the cartophile looks very nervous. He's... He's busted at this point, and he knows it. And he's not really opening his mouth to say anything, but he's sweating bullets. From what we know about <clears throat> Moss Eisley here, mm. uh, are we going to get in trouble if we get in a fight in the bar? Is going outside the right place to kill this man? Uh, it's tough to tell, but you know right now in this bar, in the close confines, fairly crowded, there is a uh, greater chance for uh, collateral damage. We might, we might have a Dio situation. Yeah, yeah and... <laughs> 
So while, while you know, if, if this man were to engage in aggression against you and you defended yourself and you killed him, it might not be that big a deal. But if you killed eight other innocent people in, yep. the, in the crossfire, that might be a bigger deal. Um, I will say that I'm going to leave it up to you. You have a, a split second here to decide whether or not you're going to try to fight or try to escape. If we accompany him outside, we can just fight him outside. Yeah. <laughs> you can, yep. uh, yeah. Yeah, if, if he, if we don't shut him up, he's going to blab and we're not going to get paid. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down for accompanying him outside and then kicking the shit out of him. Okay. So you all are standing up and going with him willingly, then? Yeah, well, you know, perhaps we can negotiate um, and negotiate some sort of terms or a business arrangement. That is... I'll, I'll sort of talk like that while we're on our way out. Okay. That is most wise. Are you still keeping open communications with uh, the Cardophile, or have you shut that out? Uh, I hadn't oh. shut it out to talk to Gavin earlier. Okay. I just have to pick one guy at a time, so it's kind of a weird, mm-hmm. a weird perk. So he's he gets up and he actually uh, he walks out ahead of you, allowing you to follow him, and then the two get Yankees sort of close ranks behind you. Um, I have no DM screen, so you know don't uh, don't peek. Um, <laughs> Would you like one? I have a spare. I'm not sure. I have table room for it. Fair enough. And honestly, I don't <laughs> surprise, they're get Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. That far. Um, all right, my chair a little bit though. So I don't have a battle map for this. We're, we're just going to do a theater of the mind. Um, you exit the bar, and it's you know it's picture like uh, like a cityscape of like Hong Kong at night with the neon lights. Except instead of neon, it's everything's lit by these purple and pink phosphorescent spores. Gross. And uh, all these mushroom men are going about their business. Plus all sorts of other elves, dwarves, you know, all sorts of other you know alien species are the wandering around. And cloak telling them where the Millennium Falcon is. Yup, exactly. Are they um, are, are these spores like these um these uh, glowy spores? Are they forming ads in the background? Like oh my god, yeah. Yes. they are now. Yeah, drink, drink, yeah. Drink, drink yeah. yeah. <laughs> spores, spores, spores. Yeah. It's a martini glass on one side, nice. and it turns into like a silhouette of a woman. <laughs> drink Slurm. Hypnoto. <laughs> <laughs> Eat recycled food. It's good, good for the for environment and okay for you. <laughs> Amazing. Um, all right. So I'm going to say, and you guys are, you, your plan is to fight him outside, right? That sounds like it. Yep. All right. Let's establish an initiative order right now and we'll go from there. I think we're all champing at the bit to roll dice at monsters. Okay. So right, this is my initiative with advantage. Yes. So we, Boy, I'm glad I gave it to you. It's going to be a 23. Okay. This is, uh, this character is a team player. I don't do anything. Yeah, this, this character is, uh, now that I'm looking at my, my choice of spells, it's probably bad. I don't play a lot of casters, and I probably should have rethought. Yeah, as long as you have we'll something that does damage. We'll see how horrible it gets. Fortunately, I think I still have... Gith uh, bookmark from the last time I rolled. Yep. Yep. Last time I ran. Uh... <laughs> Turns out you have a type with Spelljammer. <laughs> I love Gith. I'm still telling the Gith story. They're pretty cool, yeah. It's, it's the, in the background. Is this guy a Gith? This great. No, he, he, he. You don't know what he is. He looks humanoid at this point, just like a, a like human with a weird skin tone. Yeah, uh, Levi Williams. You have a glass and ice in the fridge tonight. Yes, there's uh, there's ice cube trays in the freezer. It should be full or partially full. And then there's glasses in the ca- in the uh, cabinet all the way to the left, or plastic cups over here if you prefer plastic. Um. Oh. Oops. <laughs> oh, for the knob. I forgot that it was over there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That knob though. It's knobbing. It's a <laughs> knobbing good time. It's not big deal. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think we've all made all of these jokes before, but it's been a really long time. So. Yeah, it's been a long time. That's why I said that. All right. Uh, 20 to 25. 12. Uh, he has 25. 23. 23. Right. And, uh, okay, so Paul's Gavin. Let me get the character names right here. Oh, we have, uh, I have another name starting with G. That's going to be a pain in the ass. That's all right. Uh, 15 to 20. Just to get the Yankee. <laughs> Which is also a G. Don't you have, like, plus 37 to dexterity? What happened? Uh, I have a plus 5 to dex, and I rolled a 7. Oh. And you got a 12, right? Yeah. All right. And I was very distracted by all of the shiny things. That is fair. I'm going to abbreviate you snatch. <laughs> you like daggers? You thought that was going to happen. <laughs> uh, let's see. Speaking of dags, they are like very calm right now. Yeah, well, he's knocked out. I took her for an extra long walk this morning. Uh, She's probably sleeping in the bedroom with Caitlin. Um, I'm surprised Caitlin's not up yet. Um, she probably check on her. She might be dead. Um, five and ten. Below five. Two. Oh my god. And it's, what's your character name again? Uh, Gutbrand. Gutbrand. With the deuce. With the deuce. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, well, it's, I, I do a thing where I give people advantage on initiative, and I'm like, plus zero, that's gonna go to him. <laughs> Alright, Gavin, you are first in the initiative order. When you're done polishing your knob, we can uh, resume. That trash or is that recycling? That's recycling, trash is on the other side, there you go. I think I sabotaged your recycling last time I was here. That's fine. It was one bag of Taco Bell. I just moved from one to the other. Directions in Ronnie or Kitchen are riveting podcasting. So I am first? You are first. Um, and it's theater of the mind, so whatever set pieces you imagine are there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, well, before I actually wanted to start combat, I mean, um, you know, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure we can't come to some sort of uh, an arrangement of... Uh, you know, perhaps some sort of uh, sharing agreement or uh, or something else instead of just, uh, you know, doing what I think we might be about to be doing. I'm afraid it's not going to be possible to work it out quite so easily. Nice. Um, and well, I would like to roll, I would like to have you roll an insight check on that. Okay. I'd be happy to. His kidneys are here. It's a 23. Here. Yeah. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's very good. You you can tell the way he says that, and the from his facial tics and everything, like it is literally impossible, like physically impossible, for him to make another choice about this. Okay. All right. Well, and I guess I have no choice but to um but to uh you know read you the uh the rules of my NDA agreement, and instead of doing that, I'm going to do my cast mind spike. On oh, it. thank God. <laughs> That's I mean, much less like thing. a damage. <laughs> yeah, that's a higher level spell. <laughs> Wait till I get into contracts and terms and. All right. Um, what does he have to do? He has to make an intelligence save. Okay. He's getting angry. He's probably going to make this. Or no, he's not. He's some he's sort of not. gray. Uh, if he liked his own eyeball, I'm thinking he might be you on T. Uh, Which, if he is, by the way, he has magic resistance. <laughs> Nineteen. Oh shit! All right, so he passed that. Oh, and actually, I have advantage on it as well. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I have a feeling. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So twenty-one. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, that does uh, absolutely nothing. All right, well, I guess you just don't know anything about business law, so I guess it didn't have any effect to you. Um, let's see. And then I'll use whatever move I have to, like, back away. Gotcha. Leave my friends in the front. <laughs> um, handle it, handle it. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm going to say you're, you're smart enough now not to have been within five feet of him when you did this. So. Right, no. Um, 
so you back off. All right, uh, next up is the Cardophile and his two assistants. <laughs> oh, they came out with us? Yes, they oh, did. Oh, nice. Yep. Uh, they go on initiative roll 20, they book it. They're, they're running off through the streets. Later, nerds. <laughs> We're going to find them later as a skill challenge. <laughs> uh, that brings us up to the Gith. Oh, they're going to attack you. Fancy that. Why would they do that? Blood holes. I hope they don't attack our buckles. It would be absolutely terrible if they attacked Gavin. Actually, Gavin stepped back. He's smarter than that. So one's going to take a swing at you, one's going to take a swing at you. Swing at me, bitch. Uh, the one on Snatcher is going to be... It's actually a multi-attack, so I'm going to swing twice. Uh, 13 to hit? Nope. Okay. The one on Goodbrand is going to be an 18 to hit? That hits. All right. You are going to take uh, 9 slashing damage and 7 psychic damage. Uh, 9 slashing damage and 3 psychic damage. Fair enough. Multi-attack on both of you. The one on Snatcher is a crit fail. The one on Goodbrand is a 22. That hits. You take 9 and 7 more. 9 and 3 more. And then they are both going to uh, Misty step past you and go after the other two. That seems legit, but that yeah. means it's really bad times for this dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so it would seem. Yes. Um, uh, the, the big snatch. Uh, <laughs> Snatcharama. <laughs> you knew it, you knew it was going to go there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't let her pretend she didn't do this on purpose. <laughs> uh... I'm going to stab this man. Go for it. Uh, it's a 19 on the die, so that's a 31 to hit. That does hit. <laughs> Shockingly <Wow>. enough. <laughs> Boom. Um, and he doesn't have buddies around, so I can't do the sneak attack. Uh, one die, six. And that is 10, ten points of damage. Ten points of damage, and that's uh, from a magical attack, right? Uh, no, I'm just stabbing him. Oh, the weapon's not magical? It's just a plus three. That counts as magical. Oh, that, magical, that, that, yeah. that, that yeah. counts as magical. So how much was it? Ten. Ten, okay. As your, um... Yeah, as... Uh, as your, <laughs> uh... As your blade sinks into his sort of weird gray rubbery flesh, he begins to transform... And uh, his suit transforms with him. He, it, it remains a, a fully functional three-piece suit. Very nice pinstripe um, with a little lapel rose. Oh, very nice. fancy. Yeah, yeah, almost Gomez Adams. I was like thinking Gomez Adams. Yeah, as soon as you go, him, yeah, very Gomez Adams. Yep. Um, but his body twists and inflates in grotesque proportions, and his uh, mouth opens into this big, wide, rigor grin until uh, he looks a little something like this, only in a three-piece oh, suit. Oh, God! <laughs> Yes, uh, apparently when he oversees the accounts for Chimera and makes sure that every account is uh, in the black like it's supposed to be, he's an auditor. He, you might call him a slaughterer. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of fun. I'm going to slaughter him. <laughs> and it's his turn. He casts Cloud Kill on you. <laughs> Can't say I blame him. <laughs> Uh, everybody, don't forget that you do have Bless. And, oh. and Batman. <laughs> Batman I, apparently I did. shows I up. I forgot I had Bless immediately. Oh, yeah. Well, you hit him on 19 <laughs> anyway. I don't think you're going to miss anytime soon. Alright, let me just pull a Cloud Kill. Yeah, that's going to hurt. <laughs> How long do we have Bless for? <laughs> uh, well, it depends on whether or not I make my Constitution save. Yeah. 
All right, so a 20-foot radius sphere of poisonous yellow green frog. He's going to center it so he hits all three of you. Yep. Mm. I imagine that's possible. Uh, you must make con saving throws. Con! Con! <laughs> oh. Oh, hey. Alright, so um, those of you who rolled above a 15, which is everybody but Goodbrand, um, are going to take 5d8 poison damage. Okay, that could be worse. I was really worried about it for a minute there. Just don't stand in it. You should be fine. I can also fart it away. Damage is also crap so far. So we're at 3, 9, 12. Oh, shit. That's too late. You already started rolling. I realized I had counterspell, but I didn't. I didn't, ah. I didn't act in time. Uh, I think it's just a thing. I don't think it's a spell. I don't think you cast it. And uh, you know, good good news for you. The damage isn't that bad. Sixteen points of damage on a failed save. Eight on a successful save. Oh, that's actually really not bad. Yeah. Although I am technically bloodied already. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> good thing you're the healer. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> and it regains ten hit points at the start of its turn. Oh, that's the worst part. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Yep. I just did ten points of damage. That's not. I think we all gotta get up on him so that we can do rogue stuff to him. Yeah. Alright, uh, that was his turn. Uh, good Brent, you're up. Okay, cool. Are you uh, You are up, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. Still, still alive. I know you're a little squishy. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, there's no getting around it. Uh, I'm gonna spend a fifth level spell slot and cast a fifth level cure wounds on myself. Wow. Nice. Starting off spicy. Yeah, uh, starting off the really good, uh, two really good rolls. So 16, 24. Is there anything that isn't 8 on here? Uh, 28, uh, and then another 8. So that's 40 plus my wisdom modifier is 34 hit points. Goddamn. I'm up to 68. Okay. Spicy meatball. Um, then I will also draw my greatsword. Mm-hmm. If there is any uh, lights that are not extinguished within 30 feet, they are immediately extinguished when I draw my greatsword. That's pretty cool. Alright, so uh, it's, it's kind of neat because the minute you draw your greatsword, the only way to extinguish the light is all of the phosphorescent spores that are floating in there just fall to the ground like like rotten apples and just splatter on the ground. The lights go out. And That's awesome. Here. Like this, this, uh, this street that was sort of damp and the, the neon lights from the spores were sort of reflecting off the surface. Like everything just goes like pitch black in an instant. It's kind of crazy. Uh, he centered it on us or on him, by the way, the cloud? Uh, I, I just said he centered it on a point that hits all three of you. I... I Theater of mine, so cool. Yeah, you pick. Uh, you tell me, can I get into melee with him with being not in the cloud? Uh, yeah, you can. I'm gonna say he put it. He put it like in between all three of you. So cool. if you just like walk up to him and then skirt around the back of him, you'll be out. Then of I will do that. I will stand right on his bum zone, holding my greatsword. It's a big fleshy bum zone. Yeah, it's, yeah. it looks gigantic. Uh, not that I'm criticizing him for it. It's, it's a fine booty. Oh, he squats. Oh yeah, yeah. He sure does. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed. Uh, and yes, that is uh, that is all I do for my turn. Okay, very good. Um, that brings us up to the top of the initiative order with Gavin. Um, yeah. Um, shit, if he's got fucking... Oh, you know what? Um, uh... Sorry, I, have to, I don't play swords much. I gotta look. No, do you well, think you do that? I'm gonna do my concentration check. I forgot. Does he bless is still up? Sure. 
Uh, bless is still up. I rolled a natural 19 in the die. Excellent. What I'm, what I'm looking up is, uh, do the metamagics affect like what you're actually doing now or the next thing that happens? And I think I have to read the specific one. Uh, you choose to use uh, it when you cast heightened, a spell. Heightened. Uh, when I cast a spell that forces a creature to make a saving throw to resist, I can spend three sorcerer points to give one target disadvantage. Okay, so it's disadvantage against this spell. Cool. Um, so that means he's going to make a regular roll. Okay. I'm going to spend three points, and I'm going to blight him. Okay. <laughs> so what am I making? Um, stand by. I think it's con for blight. Con! Um, constitution save, and okay. it's at regular because I'm doing my three-point thing. Uh, okay. Um, Just not advantage. No advantage? I counteracted his advantage. Counteracted the advantage. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got a 14 on the die, so 18. Oh, What's your fuck. target, Kevin? So my target is... Um, God damn it. Uh, 16. Alright, this is going to be great. I hope this works. I'm going to use my reaction for my Cosmic Omen. I rolled that woe earlier. Okay. I'm going to expend one use of my Cosmic Omen to subtract a d6 from his roll. Okay. Wow. Do I roll the d6 or do I you roll it? Minus four. Minus four. Okay, then uh, yeah, it comes in under your... Nice. Yeah. I love so this character. So now he takes 8d8 <laughs> necrotic damage. Holy shit. Okay, hit me. Oh, uh, yes, I guess I need to do that. <laughs> one, two, three, four. We'll do this twice. Ooh, so that's uh, 18 on the first four. Okay. And 8, 9, 11, 13 on the next four. Okay, yeah, so 31. that's a 31. And that hurts. Let me see if there's anything else. Um, it's not a magical plant. Um, okay. <laughs> nope, nope, definitely not that. <laughs> and I thought it was continual, but it's just the ones. It's just one big whamma jamma, yeah. I should have done it as a higher level, but that's okay. I don't think it scales. Uh, this one says I can I can do it at higher levels. Oh, it does. Okay. I thought this was one of those spells that every you could just have it go off again every, but it's not. No. I must be confusing it with a different one. But I did get to cast it on Winter Splinter one time. That was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. And then I'm going to um, I'm going to be brave by backing away further. <laughs> I recommend it because don't forget you're still standing in cloud. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I back away enough to get out of the cloud? You I don't can. know how big the cloud. It is okay. a twenty foot diameter, so you can use your movement to okay. get out of it. Okay. Cool. Um, all right, and that brings us to the gift, and the uh, the NPCs are running away. Um, Snatcheroni, the San Francisco uh, tree. I. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's more of a Boston tree. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna scoot out of the cloud of daggers and up on this man, and then I'm gonna stab him again. It's a cloud of fart gas, to be honest with you. Yeah. Sorry. Damn it, then. <laughs> so, uh, so something you should be accustomed to. I, are, uh, I have resistance. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've immunized her. I'm trying <laughs> no. to help. No. But getting the hell out of there and, and stabbing a man. Stab that man. Stab that man. Uh, that's a 17 on the die, so that's a 29. That'll hit. And do I get sneak attack damage on this one? You do, because I'm on melee with him. Yeah! Alright, here's if he's the, regenerating, we gotta hit him with a lot of heavy here's power. Here's the first 4d6. Uh, so that is... Twenty-one, twenty-six. Twenty-six total. Yep. Okay. I, uh, I did forget my um, my Shadowfell shard ability thing. Okay. Because I used the meta magic, it didn't matter because she did an attack. Oh, okay. It affects his saves. Right. Um, so, what is your normal like thing that you do that requires saves? Would I know that by now? Based on, um, based on I don't actually that? target any specific saves. Oh, okay. I uh, I have a whole like wide range of weird spells. 
But mostly, if I'm going to be dealing damage, I'm hitting a dude with a sword. Um, shit, okay, well then it might be me uh, who does something. So anyway, so what this thing does is, um, if I use a metamagic option on a spell, which I did, mm -hmm. I can momentarily curse one creature targeted by the spell, which will obviously... I can choose one ability score until the end of my next turn. He has disadvantage on ability checks using that ability. Okay. Ability checks and saving throws, and I'm going to pick Constitution. Constitution, all right, sounds yeah. good. Uh, con and Dex look like the two that I would be most okay. likely to use. Yeah, Con and Dex. But it's one spell for each. I don't have anything else to target saves. I thought something was like a you know a big fight or something. I was just going to spam strength bonus disadvantage and just have him keep tripping. <laughs> <laughs> I have a huge strength, but I don't have like action economy yeah, no, to use that's, it for anything. That's, We'll figure it out as we go. All right, so that was Snatcher's turn with the big stabbing. Mm -hmm. Any uh, movement out of you? Or you moved out of the cloud. I moved out. Okay, all right. Uh, it's his turn now, and I think he's going to uh, turn himself invisible. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, so you know, right after your your uh, knife sneaks into him again, he hisses at you, and that long tongue comes out, licks his eyeball, and boom, he's gone. Um, and you don't know whether or not he's still hanging around. He could be running away. He could just be lurking in the shadows. Uh, but you don't see him at the moment. And that is an action on his part. Um, so he's going to do some things that you don't know about. Dirty things. Yeah. And uh, you don't get a tax of opportunity on invisible characters, right? Correct. All right. So that's his turn. Okay. Uh, I cast C Invisibility. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that just allows you to see through invisibility? Yes. Okay. And I can also see 300 feet in the dark, so let's see where he went. <laughs> uh, he's he's not far. He's standing right behind uh, Snatcher. Oh, okay. Uh, so let's see. That was a spell. It takes an action. I don't have any good bonuses that are not also spells. He takes so. a snatch from behind. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Any of these bonus action cantrips? I don't think so. I don't think any of those exist. Oh, actually, there is one, but it's not very useful. I'm not going to cast Shillelagh. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, it's light. <laughs> no, it'd be the opposite of useful. Um, well, if you hit him with light, then he's or fairy fire, rather, I guess. I think I'm just going to like get up into melee, make it obvious where he's standing. So I'll just charge him with the great sword. Can't hit him this turn, but I'll stand next to him. Okay. And kind of like point. Mm -hmm. uh! He's there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go. <laughs> Look out for snakes. <laughs> All right, that is Goodbrand's turn. He's pointing and making weird mouth sounds. Well, you had the Batman sound earlier, so I was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us up to Gavin, the CPA of the group. Yeah. Um, More of an MBA. I guess I could... Uh, I kind of think he just has a bachelor's in business. He, he just thinks he has an MBA. He just thinks he has an MBA. He goes to a lot of staff meetings and, you know. Brings a clipboard and just, like, plays hangman on it. You go to too many staff meetings. Oh, no, he, he, he takes impression. notes, but oh. he just can't understand anything. But he, he knows all the buzzwords. And all right, he, anyway. He's way too important for a clipboard. He's got an iPad. So, um, yeah, so, um, you know what? Fuck this. Uh, dispel magic right where he's pointing. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Uh, I love our party. This party's great. <laughs> well, and I think I think we have flaws. That nice monster you have there. Is there a save on dispel magic? Uh, no, anything less, any, any third or less level spell gets just blinked out. Okay. But I will read and double check. Um, any third or lower on the target ends. Okay. And um, spells are fourth level. Fourth level or higher. So actually, I would like him to make a check on the cloud kill if it's within range. It's a... Oh, it's one creature. 
One creature within range. Okay. So um, I don't know if it affects the cloud kill. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Okay. That would require a check if it affects the cloud kill. Oh, actually, the unfortunate thing is you have to be able to see the target. So you can oh, fuck. It, you won't be able to see it. Oh, fuck, you're right. Um, I guess that doesn't work then. Where did you say the ice Dispel! Uh, Should be in the ice cube trace. I know I emptied one, so... Oh. Uh, upper right hand, maybe? Lower right, I got it. Um, see, yeah. the, old, the old game, Dispel Magic was a radius, so right, I got yeah. confused. So, uh, Dispel Magic, you, you, not, you don't have to take the slot out, then, if you're not going to Right, um, I would have known better, but uh, let me think of what I can do. Um, fuck. I'm not sure what I can do, to be honest with you. Um, Any area of effect bullshit you got? Yeah, not really. Nothing that would really help in this situation. I could make one of you invisible and just sort of make a total mess. <laughs> Good brand would still be able to see you. <laughs> um, For what that's worth. Fuck, 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 fuck. That would actually be helpful because then I could cure it. <laughs> <laughs> that nice. Well, fuck it. Can I throw a dagger into the empty space that he's pointing at? I might as well do that. You make an attack roll with disadvantage. I've got nothing else to do. Uh, add a d4 to it because I'm blessing it. That's going to be a 19. That hits. And that's going to be um, a whopping three points of piercing damage. Okay. Is that a magic dagger? No. All right. So a whopping one, one point. point. One point. <laughs> hey, man. Did more than zero. Does he become invisible? Um. <laughs> Does the dagger just stick in him? <laughs> the, da the dagger. Follow the, follow the dagger. <laughs> follow the bouncing dagger. Um, I guess you would have to make a concentration check, right? Yeah, yeah, DC 10. <laughs> yeah, 19 on the die. You never know what would happen. All right, uh, so that was Gavin. Gavin threw a knife. Uh, get the NPCs are still in a chase scene off camera. Uh, the snatch bird. Uh, I scoop up a handful of the spores that have fallen on the ground and throw it where uh, the brand is pointing. All right, make an attack. <laughs> make an attack roll with disadvantage. <laughs> At plus. Oh. Uh, 1d4. Five. Oh, we, there's no way we're getting there, huh? It's a crit now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you sort of throw it in the general direction, but it doesn't stick. The, the, yeah. the problem also becomes now that, like, it's dark, and you're throwing dark-colored spores at a dark-colored thing, and it's, like... Fair enough. Spray-painting pavement. Um, <laughs> uh, do you want to do anything else on your turn? Uh, was that a full action to do that? Yeah, you scooped up stuff off the ground, you yeah. threw it. I'm going to call that an action. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't think I have anything that's really good as a bonus action, except not getting hit. Yeah. Um, Russell Crowe just died. Rip in peace. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's oh. from Gladiator. He's <laughs> <laughs> a young dude. Um, He's like 50-something now. I'm going to move... <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> I'm going to move forward five feet and see if I can just bonk into him. Okay. All right. Um... Yeah, uh, text up this guy. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll adjudicate yes? that on your next turn. Okay, you send him your number. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping he becomes it becomes visible before that, and I don't have to worry about the math. Yeah. Um. All right. So that was your turn. Uh. Let's see. Her turn. He's still invisible. Uh. You can see him. Yes. He's very beautiful. Um. Are you within melee range of him? Oh hell yeah. Okay. Then he's going to attack you. What a dick. Yes. Uh, three attacks. We'll do the claws first. 
Uh, a crit and a what is that? A eighteen. Oh no, a not, uh, seventeen. Seventeen will miss. Seventeen will miss. The crit will hit. Uh, that was with the claws. So twenty points of damage. Uh, twenty slashing damage. Okay. And fourteen necrotic. Oh, I don't resist necrotic. That sucks. <laughs> okay, ow. And I'd like you to make a Constitution saving throw. Cool. Uh, that's not great. Thirteen. Uh, okay, very good. Something happens. Don't worry about it. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna it's make fine. another one for my bless to see if the bless stays up. Okay. Uh, which is actually it's gonna be like a really high DC. Yeah, the bless is down. Okay. <laughs> and then he's gonna try and bite your head off. Oh. Uh, with a 23 to hit. I will use my reaction to try to reduce it. Okay. I don't successfully reduce it. Oh, that's okay. poor good Brandon. Yeah, ripping pieces. <laughs> uh, nine piercing damage, seven necrotic. That's not so bad. Uh, okay. Nine piercing damage is 23, seven is six, 17. And then he is going to start moving away from the party towards the direction that the rest of the... NPCs ran, so you may take an attack of opportunity. I would love to. As the only character that can see him. Uh, oh shit, I can't. I use my reaction to uh, try to, to reduce his bite. Bye-bye. See you later, bitch. Alright, uh, that was his turn. Good, uh, good Brand is your turn proper now. Alright, uh, he's running away. Yes. Um, I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt on him, I think. The Dragonborn approves. Yeah. Yeah, actually, this will be great. So he's going to generate some mystical dim light that glitters. Okay. It's going to make it easier for people to find him. Nice. Uh, and I'm going to cast it. Uh, I'm tempted to do it as a sixth level spell, but let's not do that. You, regener cast... you regenerate 10 hit points, by the way. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to cast one of the freebies that I get because I got a million of these for free every day. Okay. All right, so it's. Uh, I think I have to roll an attack roll on it. Yep. So uh, I could see him, so I don't have disadvantage. He's not more than 120 feet away. Ha! That's pretty good, actually. Uh, 22 to hit. 22 will hit. Sweet. Uh, he's going to take 4d6 radiant damage from me. Hit me. Uh, not a great roll, but pretty good. 13? Uh, 13 damage? Yep. Okay. It's radiant if it matters. It doesn't. Uh, but he is now illuminated with glowing light, and the next person to hit him will have an advantage. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, effectively cancels out the invisibility. Sweet. Oh, he's still invisible. I thought he made an attack. Oh, that's right. He did make an attack. You're right. He's visible again. Mm. Well, but now he grants advantage. Now he grants advantage what? and he's very easy to find. He's also 30 feet away. Um, and uh, what's, he's, he's immune to poison, I think. No, I guess he's not. He drops the cloud kill so he can uh, he can run straight away. Um, and he's, uh, he's booking it after the NPCs. I'm going to take up some sort of defensive position that I'm out of line of sight because I just got the shit kicked out of me. You really did. And Gavin, it is your turn in the initiative order, my friend. Oh, man. I didn't expect to start dropping fucking high level spells. Didn't realize you were ordering a death salad. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I love slot. They're so cool. so cool. <laughs> fucking um, magic resistant creatures. It blows all the ass. Oh, your insight thing makes sense now. I just got it. What's that? And he had him make an inside check about whether or not he could even choose to yeah. make a different deal. Yeah. What a deal, though. <laughs> yeah. So, somebody's got the control gem out of his brain. Yep. Yeah. That. How else do you get a creature of pure chaos to be your auditor? I hate internal audit. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, the whole thing started as, hey, slod rhymes with odd, which is the beginning syllable of auditor. I could make him a slauditor. And then I'm like, geez, how would that even fucking work? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this again. It worked before, so we'll see how the spell goes. So I'm going to go Oh, ahead. I thought you were going to throw another knife. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use your advantage, all right. Ah, one point I'm going to blight him again with the uh, meta magic feat. So we'll, do it, we'll do it right this time. So he does. This is a normal roll because okay. I'm using the meta magic feat, and uh, it's a uh, con save. Con and save. And I, I have a penalty to con saves, right? No, because my turn ended. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Did I do a nice round? Yeah, they threw the knife. I okay. Fucking thing to do. All right. I should have blighted him then. Oh, I couldn't see him. Yeah. Con save. Um, uh, 15? No. Ooh, blighted. So he's going to take, uh... I might get him. I think it was 8. 8d8 necrotic. I guess I roll that, eh? That's huge. Big money. He's, he's got a ton of it. Yeah, I know. He's got a fucking dump truck. That's gonna be, um, 15 on the first floor. 15, 19, uh, 27, 31, 34. Ooh. And I'm holding out hope that between these two doing... 50 points combined every turn we might catch him. And I'm going to give him the um, the disadvantage with my magic with my magic item, the disadvantage on his con again okay. until the end of my next turn. Con. It'll be great ah. if he's running for a really long time and he just gets exhausted. Nice. <laughs> I feel like he's been stabbed like and I guess I'll six move, times uh, I guess I'll move towards, okay. towards him. Okay, chasing after him? Yeah. All right. If you get in melee range with him, she can get sneak attack. I can still get sneak attack because he's glittering. He, oh, uh, that's right. I can yeah. on attack rolls. 